Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create a six-figure MFR practice. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Not only have I been practicing MFR for 11 years, I'm also a life and business coach, especially for MFR therapists. My goal is for you to understand how to get fully booked, how to talk to your clients, and how to make sure they understand what's possible for them with MFR treatment. I'm here to help you stop under earning, overworking, and burning out. I'll lend support so you can create the MFR practice you've always wanted. Learn how you can do it too, even if you live in a tiny town, and even if you're just starting out, and even if you've ran your practice for years. Let's go. Special announcement. Today's episode is brought to you by Raise Your Rate Bootcamp. That's right. Raise Your Rate Bootcamp Live is back. Join me April 3rd through the 7th at 3.30 p.m. each day, central time zone. Learn how to raise your rate and get coached throughout the entire process start to finish. Completely change what is possible for your business in five days. Reserve your spot now. There is limited space available. Plan to be there live. There will not be any replays of this free event. And mark your calendars because April group coaching enrollment is happening April 5th through the 7th. You're going to want to be ready to join. See you there. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back everybody to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am speaking with one of my MFR group coaching students, Chris Domingo. Chris is an MFR therapist. She is a physical therapist and you live in, or you practice out of Berkeley, California, right? Yes. Live and practice. Out of live and practice. Okay. Awesome. Welcome into the program. We've been coaching together for two rounds and you're in my next round as well. So it'll be your third round, right? Yes. I love it. So like, why don't you just share with everybody kind of like what your experience was like, what was going on in your life when you found coaching, what made you decide to come to coaching and like what's happening now? Okay. So I've been dabbling in MFR probably for about three or four years now. It's Mm -hmm. like been a side hustle, kind of this thing that I do on the side. I have a table. I will travel to you. I was trying to start it before COVID. I moved up to Berkeley in August of 2019. I'm originally from Southern California. So I was introduced to MFR there, had an amazing therapist there. And so pre-COVID, like probably a couple of weeks before I was, you know, my uncle was a manager at a gym. I went to his gym and had a couple people that he introduced me to and then COVID hits. So I took equine MFR, kind of started working on horses. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as things started opening up, I started working on people again. So like, you know, one or two clients here and there a month. And so it was, it was fine. So when I met you or when I found you, I had, I was referred this one woman from a friend of mine, who's a therapist. And this woman was like, she had back pain, knee pain, she couldn't get rid of it. She was like a 45 minute drive for me, but she was wanted to see me weekly. So I'm like, okay, great. So I would go see her every week. And at the end of that month, I just made an extra $600. That's really cool. Yeah. And so, and she's like, oh, you should open up your own business. And so it just got me seeing some possibilities 
Mm-hmm. And then I got a couple of other referrals and it was crazy because people would ask me, right, right. Like even starting with this lady, I was like, well, 150. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But, and like I travel rate. And so I saw her for the first time. She's like, you need to charge more for this. I'm like, mm. oh, okay. <laughs> How about I love clients like that? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're so, inspirational. Yes. Well, that's what got me started. Right. I got referred a couple more clients and it was the same thing, but I was stressing about this rate. Well, what do I charge them? Like, how far am I going? And so over those two or three months, I'm like, wait a second. I just made a thousand dollars, right? Like it was like, okay, I can do this. What is this? Kind of seeing it as more of a, instead of like a a hobby, I can make good money at this. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I was, I think somebody on MFR website on the insight said Heather Hommel. So I looked you up. I started listening to your podcasts and I'm like, oh my God, this is great. So I (laughs) looked up your website and you didn't open for coaching until July. And actually I think it was closed. Oh, that's right. It was closed. It was closed. Like I got it. And I had somebody drop out. Yes. So I like signed up for your thing waiting. And by the way, your website, when I first saw it, did not give much information. I want more. <laughs> Where is it? Where I was new. There was a time when I was new and it was just a few months ago. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I'm like, okay, November, I'll get it going in November. And then I got this email from you that was like, Hey, some spots just opened up. So yeah. I, I jumped in and here I am. I love it so much. Yeah. It's so good. I, love, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah. I had someone demand their money back because I asked for their pronouns. So those spots opened up. I'm glad they gave it back. Yep. Yeah. That's okay. I haven't ever talked about that. That's so funny. Okay. So I'm glad you came in. I'm glad that person left and you came in. Yeah, Yeah. This has been everything. I, I didn't know what it was going to be, but it's everything that I needed. And yeah. Yeah to like, just set me up, level me up, set up the systems in place that I need. So I was mobile and through your first round of coaching, I got an office. You did that and- pretty quick. I feel like you made decisions really quick when you came in. You were like, okay, because first of all, like we had to look at that whole mobile situation and how much it was costing you to do that. Really look at your rates. Yes. And yes. also you were still kind of treating it like a hobby or like a side hustle, right? Everything is just extra. So it doesn't really matter what it is. Until, <laughs> until you like the raise your rate bootcamp and figuring out your rate. So mm-hmm. yes, it was a side hustle. And then you had us look at our numbers mm-hmm. and based on the things that I want to do and provide and the seminars I want to go to and the things that I want to do, I'm like, wait a second. I need this income. <laughs> like if I want to do it and not get into more debt, I need this income. So yeah. having us touch our numbers and I've got to touch them again now. Yeah. And see it's something you have to frequently do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was just one of those people and still kind of am where I'm like, oh, well, I can pay my bills. You know, nothing's wrong. Yeah. Nothing's wrong. But I, I think know. most people are like, I know kind of like enough about my money that I'm just not worried about it. Yeah. And that's fine. You don't have to worry about your money, but like, what if you just knew about it and you intimately like were making decisions about it and making choices and like really deciding what kind of lifestyle you want to create for yourself? 
what has it been like for you to be going through a divorce and being a single mom and having an MFR practice? Because I'm asking you this and I'm so happy you're willing to talk about these things because there are so many other MFR therapists out there, so many other women going through this very same thing. And they're scared to death to be doing some of the things that you're actually doing and surviving. So you could talk on that. So like you said, I'm a a single mom. I have two little girls, seven and nine. My soon to be husband Mm -hmm. still lives in Southern California. Mm -hmm. He's, He's working on getting up here, but he's not here yet. So the way that I've set my life up, like I have to do everything. I'm blessed because I live with my girls and I live with my aunt. She's elderly though. So she can help much, but in terms of pickup drop-offs, like it's a little hard for her. Yeah. So yeah. So I have my hospital gig. So this is my bread and butter that I work Thursday to Saturday. Mm -hmm. I've set our practice to be Monday, Tuesday, and the hours that I treat are during school hours. So, Beautiful. you know, drop, yep, drop off the girls. I do MFR and then get them to martial arts by four o'clock on Mondays and Wednesdays. So I take my last patient at 2.30, right? Mm-hmm. Tuesdays, I can go a little later because they can stay at um, after school care. So this, doing this has allowed me to do everything. And it's mm-hmm. hard. I'll tell yeah, you, it's it hard. is hard, right? But there's nothing, I don't want to discount how much hard work you're doing. It is hard. And I think it's okay that it's hard. The hard is for a reason. And it's not like for, there's a difference between hard work and like doing the work and getting the result you want on purpose and hustling and grinding and forcing to get the result you want. Okay. So to that point, right? And this is where a lot of your coaching has helped too. I don't feel like it's a hustle and grind. Hmm. I can tell you're having fun. When you come on the coaching calls, you're like, listen up everybody. This is what I did this week, right? And it's like, yes, Chris is in the house. What's happening? It is fun. It is fun. And, And that was, like I said, a testament to what you have us do, right? Yeah. So have a space. So now people come to me. So I'm yep. not driving and, and wasting money with gas and time and time. Cause your time, time is the most precious, right? Like you want to have all this like luxurious time to enjoy your hospital job, to enjoy your MFR business, but most of all to enjoy your girls. So like at the end of the day, you're not just used up piece of mom meat out there just being like, okay, I'm here, but I'm not here. Totally. And so what you had us do, like it helped me set up. Well, what do I want? And you ask us that too. It's like, even like when you're setting your rate and how many clients you want to see, like what feels good. Mm-hmm. So for me, what feels good is four fully booked is four clients mm-hmm. a day on Monday, Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. I have a half hour between each session. I get done and I feel energized and it feels good. Then I take my girls to martial arts, you know, and I, I love that, them, you know, yeah. And they, and then I come home and they want me to MFR them. Mommy, I hurt my head today or my ankle hurts or <laughs> you know, can you MFR me? Yeah. So, and, and the little one's actually jealous because she hasn't been to my office yet. So she's okay. like, yeah. So yeah, I've got it set up to where it feels good. It's fun. <laughs> I feel yeah. good that it's fun. I think sometimes it feels unbelievable that like 
it's happening or that it's fun, even though it's like exactly what you intentionally set out to create. And I find myself doing that in this coaching business, having 99 people sign up for a thing that I'm presenting, right? Like I kept being like, this is unbelievable. And then I was like, no, this is actually believable because this was the intention. The intention was to break the Zoom room. That was the intention. <laughs> so, but we don't purposefully celebrate things like that, or we don't take the time to believe it or to be actually living in the magic of the belief of the result. So I just want to share a couple of things with you. When I heard that your rate was going up to 5,000, right? And I don't know how it felt for you. I don't know if this is like uncomfortable for you. But my thought was, how am I going to get that extra two grand? Like, I love that. Yeah. Because it's so worth it. Like I, I love that. Yeah. I believe in this stuff. I'm like, well, I'm investing in myself. So my super scary, impossible dream. And that's why I'm sharing it with you before. Like, yes, like making 250 a session is great. And I like to support my family and making eight grand a month. Awesome. Yay. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. What my real dream is. And so this is between you and I. So later on we can look in it and be like, do you remember then? Yeah. I want to be the MFR therapist. So my husband is a sound engineer, like mm -hmm. for big bands. Like your husband? My husband, isn't that a great like is this yeah. your ex-husband? This is my ex, soon to be okay. ex-husband. Okay. But I heard the term husband from a friend of mine who's also going through a divorce, and it feels yeah. so much better. Yeah. The father of my kids. Yeah. Has he done some shitty things? Yeah. Can he still be shitty? Yeah. You know, and I'm getting better. <laughs> That's your stuff and not mine. But my husband is a sound engineer, like when I met him, he was working for Air Supply. You know, he's worked for Green Day, Red Hot Chili Peppers, like big bands. I've seen these bands bring like their own cook and their own massage therapist and their person that fixes up the room to yeah, make their people. pillow fluffer. <laughs> pillow fluffer, right? Yeah. People are getting paid to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. So before I had kids, I'm like, why? Like, I was like, well, I'm going to be their personal physical therapist where they like fly me around. Yeah. And take me on tour and I get to see all these cool places. So my dream, like my, like, oh my God, this would be so cool is to be so in demand that somebody, whether it's a band, I don't know what it looks like. Maybe it's a billionaire, right. Who's flying me out, go on vacation with his family. I'm so in demand that he flies me and my two girls out or she to places where I get to do MFR and make tons of money, you know, like mm -hmm. a thousand bucks a day or something. Yeah. An know? hour. An hour, you know? Yeah. And get to see these places. And I don't know, like, so that's like my big, that's. Yeah. Well, and I just want to like also offer, what if you can have that and you create it yourself and you're actually going on the vacation, you're going on these high-end trips because you can afford it because of the business you've created, yeah. because you're in demand. Yeah. You don't have to go on it to help somebody else. You get to go on it for you. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This is important stuff. And if you don't let yourself dream or have these lofty goals, right? We don't allow ourselves to dream or go there. It's not possible until you have the idea, right? Like I've had all kinds of ideas lately where like I've had this goal to create a million dollar business and I was like, I'm going to do it in you know, like three to five years. 
it's getting closer to that, right? And this is the year before the year I create a million dollars. So what has to happen this year? And it feels already done. It's the weirdest. Yeah. But like going back, talking about like raising my rate from three to 5K, just kind of doing it without a lot of fanfare or talk about, you know, like just one day I was like, hey, you guys, this is just my new rate. It's taken me a long time to be able to do things like that. But when I do it, I'm doing it also to be an example that you guys can do it too. And that there will be people like the way you're thinking about, like, it's not a problem that my rate went up like that for you. You're just like, how do I make more money so that I can pay it now? Right. Also up levels your self-concept of yourself. Your clients are also out there thinking that about you every time you raise your rate. They're like, oh, how am I going to just make more money to do this? Because I want to do it. Not everybody is like, God, I can't believe you raised your rate, you asshole, right? Not everybody's thinking that. Right. We like to think that that's what they're thinking, but that's just not true. Yeah. Isn't it weird how it works? It is. And as you're saying this, it feels like you said, I have to create the safety. It feels really scary. Mm-hmm. It's like, dangerous. So it's dangerous. dangerous. Like you said, I'm afraid I'm going to be judged. Yeah. And like, who am I? Which is like my big thing. Who are you, Chris? Like, yeah. who are you to be doing this? Well, who am I not to be? Yeah, right? Who are you not? Who, who are you not, not to have and create and earn multiple six figures? Who are you not to? Yeah. Yeah. What is the life? Oh my God. Oh, and can I share a quick win with you? Yeah, share me all the wins. <laughs> So the woman we coached on yesterday, right? It was great. She came in. I was in this place. Oh, she's doing her best. And so I'm, and she was late. Mm -hmm. (laughs) For sure. Always. Yep. Right. And and you weren't surprised, right? You decided uh, not to be surprised. No, wasn't surprised. And so I, I did the evaluation, you know, and I basically told her, I'm like, okay, because she has a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. and she didn't even remember that it was her, her somatic therapist who referred her to MFR. That's why she sought it out. She's right? like, I don't even know why I'm here. How did I get here today? Totally. <laughs> she was in this confusion. I'm like, okay. So I got kind of what her issues were at the time. And I'm like, okay, well, let me evaluate you. So I evaluated her. I saw something here, right? That wasn't related to her, her complaint. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to start here because this is what I see. And in the beginning, I basically told her, I'm like, this is what's happening. I'm going to evaluate. I'm going to treat you. But I'll tell you, this is not a one and done. This is not a one and done. It's going to take more than one treatment. She's like, oh, well, you know, I don't have time. I can't afford it. I'm like, that's okay. I'm just letting you know that. So let's get you on. Let's start working so I can at least give you something right now. Right. Yeah. Because you're not planning to come back. So (laughs) let me me get at it. Yeah. Like, I'm done. Like, let's just go for it. So I worked on this area. And then it came out. She's like, oh, I'm feeling it really deep. I see a chiropractor, but I can't tell him you're getting to where it is, right? Mm. So we continue working. You know, the session is done and she's been referred to PT for her plantar fasciitis and her knee pain. And so, so she started questioning me. So what do you recommend? Do you have a package rate? Like, do you just do two? I was like, no, I do six. I say at six, like you'll have some type of transformation. I'm not saying it's going to be done in six, but mm-hmm. she was asking me. And so when she left, she asked me for my cards mm-hmm. and I said, yeah, call me if what you're doing doesn't work. And if you yeah. call me when it doesn't work, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll doesn't... talk to you in three to six weeks, I guess. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So it just felt really good. So thank you for helping me through that. Yeah. So yeah. good. So, so good. I love it. It's really fun when we can spot like some thoughts we're having about our clients ahead of time. That's going to keep us from helping them. Right. And yeah. then just being able to not su- be surprised by how they show up and not be judging them and just really believe that they're doing the best they can because we're doing the best we can too. You were able to probably change her life just in that treatment, right? Like she experienced being touched in a way that like touched her pain Mm -hmm. that no one else has been able to touch. Yeah. That's transformational. And like now she has a taste of what's possible with working with someone with myofascial release. And she might think she can go find it somewhere else, cheaper and more of a one and done, but it's not going to be the same. So I'm sure she'll be back. Yeah. And she'll be paying you 250. And she'll be paying me two fifty because she asked me, she's like, So what's the package price? Oh, it's fourteen hundred dollars and that's a hundred bucks off. Yeah. Okay. You know? Yeah. So how does it feel to tell people your rate? It is getting easier. It's getting more comfortable. It's not as bleh anymore. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's coming out because the way that I feel about the two fifty rate is how I felt about the 150 rate last year. I cried the first time I asked. And my my best friend, she was one of my first MFR clients, right? I mean, I've been doing it, but I had to figure out a rate, 180, 60, right? Yeah. And so she and I do like some personal development work together. And so mm-hmm. one of my goals was to get this business going. And so she was the first one that paid me at 150. And she was like, so how much is it? Mm-hmm. And she's like, you need to ask me. And so I was crying. I'm like, it's 150. I'm so <laughs> sorry for charging you. <laughs> but it's because I didn't feel like I deserved it. Again, who am I? Yeah. yeah. Well, and this is the thing. Like, we're not used to asking people for money. Where else in real life, even when you go and you buy things in the store, like the person checking you out isn't actually ask taking your money, right? It's Target that's taking the money or it's Walmart or it's Amazon or it's Subway, right? They're taking the money, not the cashier. So it's like not very personal, but when we're like, Hey, this is the rate. It seems very, or can be very personal. Hopefully when we work together, it becomes less personal, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like you said, to your point, I'm a PT. So clients would come in or patients would come in and they're paying, you know, wherever I'm at the hospital or the clinic. It's never, they're not even paying it right. Their insurance company is paying it. Like they're, (laughs) they're so removed from like the cost of it and the, the transaction of it. Yeah. We are too, like on the PT side and on the patient side. Yeah. It's so crazy. I would say that's one of the biggest things that I remind myself and catch myself, which made such a huge impact with the rape, which was what you said, you are not your rate. Yeah. It's not your worth, right? Because we're so used to saying, oh, well, I'm worth, I'm worth it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, gag me. If I, ooh, when I see people like say I'm worth it, or I like see like see language like that, it just makes me want to crawl out of my skin. I'm like, hold up. We're charging our worth. And this should be like millions of dollars a session, I guess. Right. Like yeah. let's go all the way. Totally. So that was a huge shift for me. Like it's not my worth and they're not paying for time on the table. They are paying for the result. So once I switched that, I'm like, 
well, how much, you know, like, what is that worth to you? Yeah. Like, what is the value of being able to use your body? What is it? Yes. Priceless should be the answer. Right. And people are paying like five grand for a purse or shoes. Yeah. It's facts. You think about how much you pay for your car and like, you're not even in your car very often. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. And that's a big thing with your coaching too, which is stopping and actually taking it in and celebrating. Mm -hmm. And you remind us of that all the time because it's painful to celebrate because we just don't know how to do it. Exactly. We think we have to like buy ourselves flowers, go out to dinner. Like we have to eat something or buy something. Those are our only options to celebrate. And it's like, well, what if we just like embody the feeling of what it feels like? And that's all you have to do. And we get to practice. And we practice it. Yeah. It's hard. It's It's hard. Yeah. People have been asking me like, how are you celebrating having all these people come to your thing? And I'm like, well, first of all, I was just trying not to die. (laughs) Second of all, still trying not to die. Right. Why am I trying not to die? Like, this is fun. Where am I like missing the fun? Right. And so then it's like stepping back into the like, oh, that trying to die is just the practice of I need to be small and humble. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's cute and adorable if I'm just surviving this instead of thriving this. Yes. It's pretty weird. (laughs) It's all weird. Oh my gosh. So funny. So you're going through divorce, single mom, working at the hospital. And we had this talk a while back because I think it could be construed that I require you to like not have another job and just be doing MFR only. And that's not true at all. And we had this discussion where you were like, I'm never going to leave my hospital job. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Why would you leave something that you love or that you love your reasons for staying? Right? Yes. And I think that's really important. And there are other, like I just interviewed someone who did leave their PT job after 25 years, a week into coaching or a month into coaching. Right. And it's like, we're going to celebrate that too, but for different reasons entirely. Yeah. For me, Although I'll tell you, having these conversations has got the thought in my head because every time I tell my little brother, who's one of my biggest fans, he's like, so if this goes really well, like, are you going to quit your job? And my answer to him up until this point is like, no, I love my job. So I love my hospital job. Yeah. I love the people I work with. I love what I do. I try to use MFR every chance I get. So Mm -hmm. it's fun, but I love it. It provides me stability it gives me benefits. It gives me PTO. And I think the biggest thing too, is it helps take the pressure off this MFR business of it having to be everything for me. Yeah. Right. And one day, if you build it into something, right, it can be the everything. Exactly. That's the thought that I'm having. I'm like, well, it can be if I want that, you know, so I'm not close to ever leaving. And it's more of this is working and this is I'm going to just build it and let's just see. Yeah. Well, I think what would be so beautiful to watch would be to like, have you build your MFR practice into six figures? Let's just see and have your other job and then be like at a certain point, you can just be like, I can totally support myself on this. Or maybe you can't, maybe that's not enough money, right? Maybe it's still just supplemental depending on your lifestyle. It's different for everybody and wherever you live. Just being able to have that choice to be like, I'm choosing to be here and I'm choosing to be here, or I'm choosing that I'm going to leave this for what I've created over here because I trust this. I trust what I built. I trust myself. We don't know how long it takes to create that. Right. Although it can can be really quick. It could take forever. Yeah, exactly. It could be next week. We never know. Mm -hmm. 
And I could feasibly see myself having a six-figure business by next year. Yeah. Well, I think you could create it in 2023 or get very damn close just based on what you're doing right now. Yeah. I think it's possible. Yeah. (laughs) When you think about that, isn't it kind of crazy when you were like, I'm just doing this for fun. You know, like it was just kind of like a cute and adorable little thing you're doing. You didn't know what to charge. Yeah. Yeah. Like, do you even relate to her anymore? I look at her. I look at Chris of a year ago and I'm like, you're okay. You know, and I look at her and how scared she was. Yeah. And I'm proud of her for like doing the hard, uncomfortable things. And that's like the biggest thing too, with working with you. It's like, I get to do the hard, uncomfortable things on a weekly and a daily basis. So it keeps me accountable and it's just accelerated everything. Yeah. And it expands your ability to like feel discomfort because discomfort and fear, right? Keeps us from doing all of the things that we're capable of. And so when you're continually expanding your availability for discomfort and failure, you are expanding your life. Like your life just gets bigger. Yeah. And your threshold to tolerate things is bigger. And I think some people might hear that and be like, that's terrifying. And I would never sign up for that. Like they're the hard no people and that's okay. Like nothing's wrong. But for the people that want the bigger life, that want to know what's possible, that are willing, maybe they don't even know they're willing to do it yet. That's what this is for. Because all MFR therapists can create these huge businesses without having it be hard. Some people think, oh, to make $100,000, like I don't want to work that hard. What if it's 12 clients a week? That sounds amazing. Yeah. And it's possible and we have people doing it and it's, or maybe it's 20 clients, like depends on your rate, right? We, it's a math problem. We yeah. just have to do the math. Yeah. It's, it's really, fun. It's fun yeah. and it's exciting and I feel good and it's, I'm not burning out and it's fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's fun. I think it's like, and we're having fun is the most important part because I think business can seem so serious. We have to be so professional and we have to like, we need to know all the answers to all these things ahead of time before we can even start. Like whose idea of profession, whose idea of perfect, whose idea of failure, like whose ideas are you going off of? What if they were just yours? Like you got to define what failure is. You got to define what success is. You got to define what luxury is for you. And you just go all in on those things. You guys can't see Chris's face, but she's always like doing like the biggest smile. And she's always like, I say words to her. And then she takes a really big, deep breath and she just embodies everything I said and then goes to work. So it's the best. You're so coachable, which is really fun. My coaches always say that to me. They're always like, gosh, you're so coachable. It's I just say words to you. And then you, there's no fanfare. And then you just go do the thing. And then the next day you're reporting all these things that you did. That's how you are. Well, it works. And like, I, what I love about working with you is it's like, you ask the questions, you know, when I say, well, I don't know, what if you didn't know? Mm -hmm. Right. Or, you know, I'm afraid I don't know what I'm doing, but what if you did? Yeah. Right. And then it's just allowing me to like, what if I did Chris? Oh, Okay. And it's so true. Like I do hard things. Like I'll tell you, like with my MFR business, it is already done. It's a success. It's going to be more successful. Mm -hmm. I've already decided that the way it's going to look, I don't know. And yes, am I going to make mistakes and mess up? And yeah, but like that part's done. But I think a big part of 
working with you is just enjoying the journey to get there, like stopping and being like, okay, Chris, you're like worried that you, these are your numbers. And yet, didn't you say that you wanted to make $2,000 a month consistently? Yeah. Didn't you do that? I'm like, oh yeah. Right. Like stopping. And, and you said this too before, like my brain is an asshole. Yeah. And so you're helping me see my brain from the outside. Cause from the inside, it's like, I'm stuck in it. It's almost impossible to see our own brains, to see the asshole in it. Cause it just seems like the truth. Yeah. Oh no. Like your brain is over there just being an ass. Can you see? (laughs) Like, Oh yeah. Now I can see. It's really keeping me from doing all the stuff I want to do. Keeping me safe from that invisible thing. That's never going to happen, you know, or even if it does happen, who cares? Then I deal with it then. Yeah. It's like the fear of raising rates because your clients are going to be mad at you. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, maybe they are. I doubt very many are going to even tell you if they're mad. Like, how would you know? Right. And the ones that do tell you the audacity of someone to tell you what you can and cannot do in your own business. That's so funny that they think they can say that, (laughs) right? Like it doesn't have to hurt me at all. I just think it's funny. Well, we take it as, you know, right. And it's just one person's opinion. And it's usually the client that you can't stand anyway. (laughs) It's usually the client where you're like, God, if they never came back again, my life would be so amazing. But you're like, I have to really make sure that they like me. Yes. (laughs) To really be careful. Yeah. I don't want to piss this person off. I don't want to ask for pronouns. I don't want to do this. You know, I don't want to share my real me. I got to hide and be careful. Run your business how you want to run it. And if people don't like it, they don't have to be your client. You give me permission. I give myself permission mm-hmm. with your help to be myself. Yeah. I just tell you it's possible, right? And then you decide you can have it too. Yeah, exactly. And you embody it. So I get inspired too. Well, I love that. Well, I'm always just trying to do things one step ahead. You know, like I'm creating this coaching business at the same time you guys are creating your MFR businesses. So it's like, really, I'm like, I'm going to do this thing. And then I'm going to tell you guys how much I failed at it and like how much it sucked. So you guys can like, maybe not have such a hard time (laughs) or also be, see that I survived it and you can too. Like you can survive sending out the wrong emails or emails with weird stuff in it or wrong information, you know, and like people that really want to buy from you will ask the questions, figure it out. That's kind of the idea I have about all my clients. My clients are super resourceful. If they're confused, they'll ask me, like they'll reach out to me on social media. If they can't get a hold of me on email, like they'd probably figure out how to call me if they really wanted to get a hold of me. Yeah. Like they would ask until they get their questions answered if they want to work with me. And that's your best fit client. Yeah. I love everybody. Like I even love people that think what I'm doing is crazy. Love them too. But I'm not thinking about them Mm -hmm. or worried as often as I would be. I was going to say, that sounds so (laughs) heavenly. I'd love to get to that place. Keep working on it. It it comes and goes, right? Like I think I can go in and out of that. And I'm much more better now because I give continual coaching with my brain, but like, I can see when I'm beating myself up. I can see when I'm really dependent on something working out for me in order to feel good about myself. So then it's like, okay, what do I need to do now to feel good about myself or to feel accomplished without having that first? And then when I can get there, then the accomplishment or the goal just is as good as done. It just happens. You're spending a bunch of time worried about being fully booked or being like, I'm never going to be fully booked or people don't want what I have. That's what you create. 
the sooner you can get out of that and you can be like, I'm an in-demand therapist. I love it when you talk about yourself like that. You're like, I am an in-demand therapist and people want what I have. That creates demand. You have to create it inside of you before your clients smell the demand, right? And they're like, ooh, demand over there. I need to have that too. Yeah, and, and what you just said too, right? That's the difference of, it's kind of subtle. I'm going in confident and like, of course you want to work with me. Yeah, versus, duh. <laughs> Right? Versus like scared and like, oh my gosh, I'm going to do something wrong, which is a place that I was spending more time in and that I'm getting better at. Right. Yeah. You're catching yourself going in and out. We're humans. We're going to go in and out. We're going to have days where we're like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Everybody hates me. I suck. Right. We're going to have that, but it's just being able to be like, all right, I see you over there having that moment and we don't have to fix it. We just have to be like, yeah, you had a moment. Okay. Are you done now? Are you done having that little tantrum? Yeah. But we don't have to like go and like figure out, did our ancestors think this way? Did my mom think this way? Do my kids have this? We don't have to fix all that. Nothing's broken. That's just brains. They're assholes all of the time. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> even when you make $5,000, like even when you doubled your goal, I think you were crying. I think you were feeling miserable. And I was like, wait a minute, wait, was your goal 2000 and you made five? Like, what's the problem? Right. And you had to like snap out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So funny. Just teasing you now. Okay. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share with the audience about your journey through this or what? Like, what's your business like now? You're, you have your private practice, you have an office, you treat twice, three times a week for four hours? Twice. Twice a week. Okay. Twice a week for four hours. Okay. You charge yeah. 250. I charge 250 an hour. So my rate is 250 an hour and a package price is 1400. I love that. I have an office in Berkeley that I sublease for two days a week and it's mm-hmm. my dream office. It's That's beautiful. awesome. Yeah. I work the hours that I want. And because I am charging the rate that I have clients who may not be able to afford that, that I can actually offer less and take care of them because I'm still taking care of myself. I love that. Yeah. So I'm able to do that. Yeah. It's just... It sounds like you have a lot of freedom. You are free to do what you want to do. Like you've created all of this freedom for yourself. Yes. Yeah. It's worked into my lifestyle, right? So, you know, next month I've got a field trip to go on with my daughter so I can see one client that day, you know, and I can occasionally work on Sundays to make up if I want. So there's a lot of flexibility, but it just, it feels good. And I think my big work is just to sit and enjoy it and like, just be like, I'm doing it versus what's next or I'm, this isn't enough or, you know, or it could go away tomorrow. I'm sure those go, thoughts come up. Right. Yeah. You know, what, it, what would you say to your, what do you imagine? Let's say your past self knew this is how it turned out. Like the Chris that decided to open up to start that mobile practice, right? Or even the day you found out you were going to be getting divorced, you were going to become a single mom. What would you now tell her? This is what happens. I would just, when I think about the place that I was in two years ago, it was really dark. It was really hard on multiple fronts. If I was going to talk to her, honestly, I would hug her. Just tell her, it's okay. You're doing everything you can. It turns out all right. Better than all right. It's better than all right. And just... Like you did it. I did it. I'm doing it. 
and like I'm dreaming again. Ooh, that's really important. Like you're going to dream again. You're going to get through this. You're going to, and you're going to make an extra $5,000 a month easily. Exactly. Kids are going to be able to do all the extras. You can take care of the girls. You've got this. You don't need anybody else. We got this and it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So beautiful. It's so nice to be through the dark time, right? And on the other side. And I think it's very important to take a minute and go back and tell her that you survived and that like, turns out this is just a blip on the radar and everything else is amazing. You're going to go through this hard time, but this is what's on the other side. (laughs) That just, yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Feels good to feel good. It feels good to feel good and to just know that everything's turning out okay and that it doesn't have to be hard. Yeah. Because it was so hard for so long. So I think that's kind of the scary part is like, it's been easy. And I tell you this all the time. I'm like, I feel like I'm going to fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you might. But like, what does that even mean? What would that, how would you know? I don't know. (laughs) Right. We think it means our income taking a dip, right? Or we think it means a client canceling. We can make all of that mean we fucked it up and like, well, we're all going to die. But knowing that that's just a lie and like catching the lie all the time, the brain is going to tell us is super important because business isn't linear, just like healing it can go up and down. It doesn't mean anything. It just means like, we're just on this journey and you get to keep going on the journey as long as you want to. Healing doesn't ever stop. Your business doesn't stop unless you just stop it. Same with healing, right? If you just decide you're not going to do any of that crap anymore, you can't subscribe anymore, right? Then your healing journey is over, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just have to say I have the coolest job. Not only do I get to be an MFR therapist, but like I get to work with MFR therapists all day long, every day. Like this is my life. I'm just like submerged in a pool of MFR therapist awesomeness. (laughs) And I'm almost at a loss for words to describe how incredibly awesome and amazing and like fulfilling and luxurious it is like from my end to get to be a part of watching people like you succeed and all the people in the group. And there's so many different like micro successes and little nuances to everybody's business and their wins, right? And also their losses and their fails. And to be able to be a part of that and to celebrate it every step of the way is... I don't know. I want to thank me for deciding to do this two years ago when it was scary and I had no idea. And I had a lot of those like, well, who do I think I am thoughts, right? I could go back and tell my past self, it's going to be really hard and scary, but it's going to be really worth it. And you're never going to have it figured out and that's okay. (laughs) You're just going to figure it out as you go. So thanks for being a part of the journey. And especially to get to ride through this for three rounds with you is really really special for the people that keep staying in. It's not because anything's going wrong in your business. You're said I'm staying in because my brain's an asshole and I want like asshole to detect <laughs> the asshole detection sheriff. <laughs> yeah. And um, I think that's really badass and I have a lot of respect for you and I'm excited to continue the journey. Oh, me too. Thank you. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, enjoying the journey and stepping back and celebrating and dreaming bigger and you know, what else is possible? Right. This is still just the beginning. Yeah. It hasn't even been a year, right? You haven't even had your physical business for a year. 
Oh, it's been like three months. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Hey, do you have your numbers? Do you want to share how much money you've made since you started in coaching? Like, do you have that? Uh, sure. So, okay. Well, kind of. Okay. Yeah, I can. <laughs> so like I said, I mean, I was treating this like, a, I, like I didn't even know my numbers for a while. Mm -hmm. And so last year I made 12,565 for the whole year, mm -hmm. but I wasn't even really tracking that great. And that's even kind of incredible. Yeah. Well, okay. So here's January through July was 3175. Okay. That's before I started coaching. Okay. So the nine grand plus afterwards was when I was coaching with. Oh, you. okay. Awesome. Okay. Okay. It is January 25th and I am at 4375 for the month. Wow. So you've almost made half of what you made in from July to December. And now in one month of 2023, you've almost made half of what you made from July to December. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Like I didn't even get it. Like I haven't even taken that in yet. I just read my, I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> That's so cool. So cool. Okay. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Yeah. This is the other thing I talk about in coaching is like, we collapse time. This is a good representation of that, right? Like, so from July to December, how much money? July to December was, it was like 9,000 plus. Okay. January 1st to January 25th, 4,500? 4,375. 4,375. Yeah. So like what took you July, August, September, October, November, December, six months, you've now recreated 50% of that in 25 days. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And now that you've done that, now you'll be able to do that. I mean, you're probably even going to make more money because we still have a whole week left in the month. You have next month and the month after and the month after and the month after. 2023 is going to be a wild Ooh. ride. <laughs> Remember the little people when you're famous. <laughs> awesome. Thank well, you so much. Thank you so much for joining us and for being willing to come on the podcast and share so much with us. I want to just share your details. Can you tell everybody where they can find you, like what your website is? where you show up and where people can find you if they're interested. Sure. So my website is www.shiftmindbodyspirit.com. And I was just talking with Heather. <laughs> I don't know if I'm keeping that name. <laughs> it's here for now. It's, that's what it is for now. I, I liked it at the time. Yeah. Um, I also have Facebook page with the same thing, Shift Mind Body Spirit, and then Instagram, Shift Mind Body Spirit. Okay. And yeah. And then I'm Chris Domingo, myofascial release therapist. And Chris is short for Kristen. So. And it's K-R-I-S, right? K-R-I-S. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. One of the rounds we were in, we had a Chris, Christine, Chris, and two Kristens, right? At least two. I think it was three or four. Actually. It was a lot. It was amazing. I was like, just whoever, whoever you are with a K, like, just come on, let's get coached. <laughs> yeah. We've got, we've got three Kristens in this round too. Yeah, we do. We have a whole conglomerate. Yeah. I love that. As a Heather, there was always like between one and five of us in every class I was in my entire life. So I love it. Okay. Thanks again for joining me and for everybody for listening. We'll see you again next week on another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. And for all of you out there that are thinking about joining group coaching, 
get yourself together and be ready to join in the next round. All right. I want this, all of this for you too. All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. My goal is to help all MFR therapists stop under earning and burning out. I have several resources available for you. Read my book, The MFR Coach's Guide to Having Your Own MFR Business, available on Amazon and at Advanced John Barnes MFR Seminars. Keep listening to the podcast. I'll always have fresh content each and every week. Join my group coaching program. Enrollment opens four times per year. We take all the information I teach and lay down the foundation for your six-figure MFR business. It's more than just raising rates, but you'll make that the hardest part. Then expand into the business owner who delivers your rate like it's just the news and who can sell MFR to anyone in any situation. I'll show you how. Get on my email list, follow me on social media at the MFR coach, and visit my website for more information on group enrollment, themfrcoach.com. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.